Welcome to the Thriving the Kingdom podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to operate in the kingdom of heaven through the application of its principles. Uh, we have been discussing about the purpose of prayer, and in the last two episodes, I uh, presented uh, uh, seven uh, purposes and benefits of prayer, seven things that uh, accrue to you when you pray. In today's episode, we continue with the same series, and uh, uh, we are addressing uh, three more points. So the eighth reason why we should pray is that prayer is a means by which we influence situations and people beyond our limitations in the natural realm. Prayer is a means by which we influence situations and people beyond our limitations in the natural realm. Examples of limitations include geography. That means that if somebody is in another city or town or locality or even nation, you can pray for them and influence the situation. You can you, you can influence the country uh, uh, and the people's factors. Uh, so if you're based in the U.S., you can pray over something going on in China. If you're based in South America, you can influence something going on in Africa. If you're based in uh, Africa, you can influence something in Europe. So you are not limited by, by this geography. <clears throat> the other kind of limitation is organizational uh, authority or hierarchy or red tape or protocols. So you may find that maybe a decision is about to be made or that uh, <clears throat> and you have, don't, don't have authority uh, to make it uh, or uh, it has been made and there are protocols that you need to go through in order to change those, uh, that decision. <clears throat> you don't need to wait uh, uh, as a kingdom citizen for that to happen. You can influence the decision uh, if it's contrary to kingdom values or principles or it's unjust uh, through prayer. The third uh, <clears throat> limitation uh, that you can uh, we can ex- you may experience in natural realm could be dealing with the thoughts or beliefs or attitudes of uh, of the heart of a person, and this could be a hardened heart, <clears throat> or it could be limiting beliefs or flawed perspectives that somebody has of an issue that influence decisions. Our inclination normally is to argue and to try to convince the person to 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 come to our 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 our, our way of thought. Uh, and uh, while while there's a place for reasoning, it's important to realize that uh, you cannot really change a person's uh, as uh, beliefs in uh, by your own effort. Beliefs are not very easy to change; they are very difficult to change. And you cannot also easily soften a person's heart. Somebody who has taken a hard stance on something. Uh, so, uh, therefore, this is uh, you to overcome this limitation. One of the things you can use is is prayer because prayer can 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 trigger change of heart and decisions of a person who is difficult and uh, the thing is that as we pray the holy spirit uh, uh, and the angels of god can reach into those places uh, like if it's geographical or it's organizational <coughs> or can uh, and the spirit also can work in somebody's heart and somebody's mind to activate transformation uh, to act to influence a person towards uh, uh, making the right kind of decision <coughs> uh, and so uh, and so and so therefore prayer is a means by which we influence the the people and situations uh, beyond the limitations in the natural realm. Uh, one of the quotes uh, I like is from uh, the statements I like uh, was made by uh, somebody called Pastor James Sidlow Baxter. James Sidlow Baxter, he said this, uh, he said, uh, men may spurn our appeals, reject our message, oppose our arguments, despise our person, but they are helpless against our prayers.
Men may spurn our appeals, reject our message, oppose our arguments, despise our person, but they are helpless against our prayers. It really reflects the, the power that prayer has. <clears throat> The thing we need to understand from a biblical perspective, so that we just don't rely on quotes of people, <coughs> is, uh, is, that it's, is that this is scriptural. Uh, uh, when you look through the whole of scripture from the beginning to the end, you see the how prayer uh, changes people and changes situations and influences people. <coughs> and the reason is this, is that all authority in heaven and on earth belongs to God. All authority in heaven and earth belongs to God. And he, therefore God can influence any person and situation on earth if we petition him uh, through uh, the channel of prayer. And a, a, a good example of this is uh, is reflected uh, in Acts chapter Acts chapter 12. Uh, we have a situation which there was limitations in the natural realm. <clears throat> and it was a situation that is, was uh, uh, seemed impossible it's something that you couldn't have uh, handled. Uh. So this is what the scripture says from uh, Acts chapter 12, verse uh, 1. It says, uh, It was about this time that Herod, King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. Uh, he had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. When he saw that this pleased the Jews, he proceeded to seize Peter also. This happened during the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. After arresting him, he put him in prison, handing him over to be guarded by four squads of four soldiers each. Herod intended to bring him out for public trial after the Passover. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying for him. So you see, this is seemingly an impossible situation because uh, the, key, the, the king of the Jews has, has uh, uh, and the, the ruler of the Jews has, uh, has uh, with the authority that he has, uh, and has put uh, Peter in prison, an apostle, uh, concerning whom Jesus, uh, 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 to whom Jesus uh, 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 had left the responsibility of leading the, the church together with other apostles. Uh, and so uh, he is in prison, uh, guarded by 16 soldiers, four squads of four soldiers each. So uh, it's not practical for Peter to be able to, to, to get out of prison in order to go and preach the gospel. But this is what happens. The church starts praying earnestly. It says that uh, that church was praying earnestly because this is a situation that was beyond the natural limitations. So they invoke the supernatural. So verse 6 says this, uh, <coughs> this is what happens uh, <coughs> as, a, as a result of their prayer. It says, the night before Herod was to bring him to trial, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains and sentries, st uh, stood guard at the entrance. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared and a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side and woke him up. Quick, get up, he said, and the chains fell off Peter's wrists. Then the angel said to him, Put on your clothes and sandals. And Peter did so. Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. Uh, the angel uh, told him. Uh, Peter followed him out of the prison, but he, but, uh, but he had no idea uh, that what the angel was doing was really happening. He thought he was seeing a vision. They passed the first and the second guards and came to the iron gates. Are leading to the city, in uh, leading to the city, 
it opened for them by itself and they went through it when they walked uh, they had walked the length of one of the uh, one one street suddenly the angel left him then peter came to himself and said now i know without a doubt uh, that the lord sent his angels and rescued me from herod's clashes and from everything the jewish people were anticipating so you see that's what happens eh? that uh, <clears throat> they were limited in the natural realm <clears throat> because the person who had arrested peter was the person who was the ruler over that over them uh, the, the senior most authority in the governmental structure and then the people were guarding peter were the soldiers who are people are trained uh, to guard and so they turn to god who is the the one who has all authority as we have said before in this episode, uh, that uh, that all authority on heaven and earth belongs to God, and as they prayed earnestly, uh, they invoked supernatural intervention, and what happened is that Peter was released from prison supernaturally. God sent an angel to influence a situation. This reminds me, in terms of a uh, supernatural influence of situations, is that about a, a testimony I had from a, a minister in West Africa who said that they had a branch of church uh, in uh, Central African. I think it was it might have been Central African Republic, I can't remember. But uh, it says a church there, one of their branch churches was in Central Africa. So what happened is that uh, the mafia, the organized criminal gangs in that, uh, uh, or the cartels in that uh, region, uh, if you could call them that, maybe they may not be legally called the organized criminal gangs, but they were just a cartel. And people who are the, sort of like the mafia in that uh, region, they, they decided to take over the property. They used their own means and used the legal system uh, and, and uh, were able to gain uh, the property from the church uh, or this church branch uh, in Central Africa. And uh, <clears throat> the matter went all the way to the Supreme Court, which is the highest court of the land. And the Supreme Court did uh, give, uh, decided this matter in the favor of uh, this country, uh, of this uh, cartel or this uh, mafia, if you could call them so. And then what happened is that uh, the, the, the presiding bishop over the whole ministry decided he's not going to talk to anyone, to try to convince anyone, decided to take the matter before God because he says God is too big, he can defend himself. And as they prayed, what happened is that uh, the supernatural was invoked. Uh, the president, uh, I think I've heard about the matter, uh, somehow it came to his attention. And then what happened is that he constituted a committee to review what had been the decision that had been made and the circumstances under which that matter led to the church losing their property. And uh, uh, based on what they found out, they gave, even though the Supreme Court, uh, law uh, court of the land, the Supreme Law of the land is a constitution, the Supreme Court is a Supreme Court, uh, what happened is that uh, the committee now uh, uh, made a recommendation and, there, and based on that, the president gave back the land to the church. So there were limitations, legal limitations in the natural realm. But by prayer, by dependence on the supernatural, God uh, uh, intervened. God was all authority, authority above the president, above the Supreme Court, above this mafia. He came into the situation and turned the situation in favor of the church, uh, which is his uh, representation on earth, the diplomatic mission of the kingdom of heaven on earth. There, <clears throat> we go to another... Uh, purpose of prayer. <clears throat> the ninth purpose of prayer in this series uh, uh, <clears throat> is that uh, uh, prayer is the primary means by which we engage in spiritual warfare against the forces of darkness. Prayer 
is the primary means by which we engage in spiritual warfare against the forces of darkness. It's important to note that every plan of God will be opposed by the kingdom of darkness. As kingdom citizens, we have been automatically designated as enemies by the kingdom of darkness because we represent the kingdom of heaven on earth. We are ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. We are advancing the will of God and causing causing his kingdom to come into spheres of influence. If we do not confront the enemy, we will lose the battles to the kingdom of darkness. God has the one God has presented us uh, as uh, given us the, the uh, delegated to us the authority to deal with the enemy when we are on earth, but we have to to engage in spiritual warfare in order to enforce the authority that yeah, God has granted us, because prayer is a channel through which power is released. The scripture says uh, says in Ephesians chapter six verse twelve, it says, "For we wrestle not against uh, flesh and blood, but against our uh, powers, against principalities, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual forces of wickedness in high places." So this is speaking about uh, diverse, uh, different kinds of forces of darkness. Are different kinds of uh, spirits with ranks uh, in the spiritual realm, evil spirits huh? uh, in the in the spiritual realm that have different uh, roles and ranks in the spiritual realm. So these they are, these are the things we are battling against, and the way to battle against them huh, is uh, through prayer. The primary means through which we battle. There are diverse ways in which we battle, including even minister preaching the gospel, proclaiming the word. You know, it's uh, and other ways. Huh? There are ways in which you can use uh, to battle, but the primary way in which we we fight the enemy, the kingdom of darkness, is through prayer. And you can add there fasting or praise and worship, which is another form of prayer. So uh, a, a good illustration of this kind of opposition that we experience is that is that is uh, in First Thessalonians chapter two verse eighteen. I remember I said that if we do not confront the enemy, we will lose the battles to the kingdom of darkness. We will be limited. We will be hindered from accomplishing the purposes of God. So in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 18, this is Apostle Paul addressing the Thessalonians. Huh? He says, uh, uh, For we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. Satan blocked our way. Uh, the, that's in the NIV version. In the in the New Living Translation, the, the scripture said this. It says, uh, uh, we wanted very much to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan prevented us. See, in the NIV said, blocked our way. Now it says, prevented us. Uh, the New King James Version says, therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. So there was a hindrance from the kingdom of darkness by Satan. And uh, the contemporary English version says, uh, we wanted to, to come. I myself tried several times. You see, he tried several times, but Satan always stopped us. So you see, this blocking of the way, uh, of the way this prevention uh, uh, and this hindrance and stopping of Paul was being uh, done not by human beings, but by Satan, who is the, 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 the leader, the king of uh, the kingdom of darkness. That is the, the the kingdom that rebels against the purposes of God. So there is resistance to the purposes of God, because Paul was as an apostle was extending the kingdom of heaven, the gospel of the kingdom across the the Gentiles, the nations of the Gentiles. 
the whole territory in which he covered. And so what would what was happening is that uh, the enemy did not want that to happen. And so he actively opposed. He, he even went to the point of uh, doing it so much that several times, even though Paul was an anointed minister of the kingdom, uh, even with uh, performing miracle signs and wonders, uh, 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 the kind of opposition that he was made hindered them several times. See, so to in, so therefore we should be conscious uh, that some things that we are trying to do in our lives that are consistent with the purposes of God in our families, in our workplaces, and in every environment that we are in, they are being opposed by the forces of darkness um, and by the representatives of the forces of darkness, the priests and the, the people who are agents of the kingdom of darkness. Uh, they are relying on forces of darkness to oppose God's agenda. Uh, they, therefore, prayer is the means by which we activate our spiritual weapons of warfare, uh, angelic activity, and the flow of the power of God uh, by spirit uh, into the battle against the kingdom of darkness. Uh, as we pray, uh, we are using the weapons of our warfare uh, and we are stirring up angelic activity as we saw in the previous point about influencing situations, right? and we are uh, activating the flow of the power of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit has filled us. Huh? So we are with the Holy Spirit who is God begins now to, uh, to operate, to direct angels, to direct uh, people, to influence matters in the spiritual realm to ensure that the purposes of God are, are, are prevail against the forces of darkness. Huh? And a good illustration of, uh, of, uh, of uh, this kind of uh, reality is uh, beyond the situation of Paul in, in terms of using prayer uh, specifically is uh, in Daniel chapter 10 Daniel was an administrator in the kingdom of uh, a senior administrator in the kingdom of Babylon uh, even though he was uh, a Jew so what happened uh, is that uh, and he was, uh, is that him also being a prophet uh, he was also used to used to pray I used to intercede on behalf of Israel and pray uh, towards enforce, uh, uh, enforcing the purposes of God. So what happened was uh, was uh, in Daniel chapter 10 verse 1 and 2, this is what uh, the scripture says. Daniel had just received a vision, uh, a revelation, and he did not understand it, so he was praying. Then he says, In the third year of uh, Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel, who was called Belteshazzar. Its message was true, and it concerned a great war. The understanding of the message came to him in a vision. At that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my lips, and I used no lotion at all until the three weeks were over. So he decided to engage in uh, prayer and fasting. This is what people call the Daniel fast, which was a partial fast, uh, because he was, uh, what he just exempted himself was meat and choice food. So uh, what? So 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 now, when you come now to uh, verse twelve uh, of chapter ten, you see, you see the same chapter. It says this: is what the scripture says. It says then he is now uh, an angel was sent, and uh, and then this is what happens. Uh, the, uh, the angel tells Daniel. He says, then he continued, "Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me twenty-one days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, because I was detained there with the king of Persia." Now I have I have come to explain to you 
what will happen to your people in the future for the vision concerning uh, concerns a time are yet to come. So you see, uh, Daniel had been given a revelation, something that would help the body of Christ in future because he was prophesying about the end times and it will also help Israel, the nation. Huh? So what happens is that uh, uh, the answer was being sent. The, an the answer, the angel is telling them in uh, chapter in verse 12 that that from the first day that he said he had to, to gain understanding, the answer was released. So sometimes when you pray, God releases the answer. But what happens? Uh, spiritual opposition spiritual opposition so as daniel continued to pray uh, uh and the battle was continuing in the spiritual realm the prince of Persia is not a person it's a force of darkness it's a it's a principle it's, it's a principality it's a territorial spirit over that region huh? so uh so so it's a force in the in the wicked it's a wicked force in the heavenly realms so what happened is that uh, uh as daniel continued to pray angelic activity was activated one in terms of the angel coming to to deliver the message but the other thing is that now those angels who are being uh, angel michael was released to go and and uh, deal with the prince of Persia to clear the way for the message to get to daniel for the answer to come to Daniel, the answer that had already been released by god so you see conscious you see you can see very clearly here that uh that uh, uh there is spiritual opposition to the purposes of god the spiritual opposition to what god wants to do but uh, uh what happened uh, what happens is that the enemy opposes whatever God wants to do. And one way in which we partner with God to ensure that his will is enforced is by engaging in spiritual warfare through prayer uh, and other means. And, uh, and what you see is that, uh, that uh, Daniel prevailed against the territorial spirit of the Persian kingdom after 21 days of prayer and fasting. So even for us, there are things that you can maybe, you may be, and even for you, you could be trusting God for some things and you have prayed about them concerning your family or concerning your nation, concerning your organization, or even, it could be even something personal. But the enemy uh, has seen, uh, and, may, and has seen, that uh, uh, God wants to do something in your life. It could even be some a prophetic word that was issued over your life. Huh? And that's why it's important that uh, when you receive a prophetic word, that the first thing you get, apart after testing it and testing the authenticity of the prophet and of the word, that you need uh, 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 that you need after verifying that this is authentic, this is true, and uh, you have gotten a witness from your spirit, from the Holy Spirit, that this is a true word and it's consistent with scripture. What you need to do is to engage in prayer in order to enforce this word, to enforce this word, because there will be spiritual opposition, because the enemy doesn't know everything. So when he hears the revelation of God's agenda through a prophetic word of our person or of our nation or of an institution, uh, then he begins to oppose that uh, move of God. And so you need to pray and to battle in spiritual warfare, to prevail against the forces of darkness. Uh, the, the tenth reason, uh, which is the third in this episode, the tenth reason in this series on uh, the purpose of prayer is that prayer is the means by which we petition God for our needs and those of others. Prayer is, a means, is the means by which we petition God for our needs and those of others. Petitioning is just simply presenting your request to an authority, like petitioning the king. That's the king, like in this case, is the everlasting king, God, our father. Or you can be petitioning a court, or if it's legal proceedings, like we do as lawyers. So, what are, what the, the, so prayer is a means by which you petition God, the king of kings, for our needs and those of others. 
uh, and the scriptures give us this illustration in uh, in what we call the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6. Uh, it says, uh, it goes in terms of from verse 9, it says uh, that our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. That's what verse 11 says. Huh? You see, so, 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 uh, uh, <coughs> yeah, so, uh, as you seek the kingdom, God can just supply your needs. But what happens is that one way in which you can activate the supply is just by asking God that uh, the, the, the pattern of prayer is not about reciting the prayer. It's about a principle that you should include in your prayer, an aspect. And this is the aspect of petitioning God after you, are, you are recognize God's authority and his will and his purpose. Uh, and you have uh, uh, worshipped him, uh, then now you're supposed to, you can you can go ahead and ask God uh, as the provider, as the king of kings for your daily bread, for whatever need that you have uh, or whatever needs that you're praying concerning other people. You realize that many people wish for various things that they would have in their life. Uh, sometimes they think that things are too big or beyond their reach and they are jealous of what other people have. Uh, so many people wish for these things but are not able to acquire them because they have not presented their petition to God for the for them that you desire some things you could be desiring uh, to get married maybe you have not prayed some people of course many people pray about that but some people may have desired to get uh, married to a particular kind of person but maybe you think you are not worthy to have that kind of uh, uh, mate uh, uh, the thing is this uh, take it to God. Don't just be envious. Uh, don't think that uh, you you that if you, if let's say you are late in your age that you need you need to to settle for uh, what people call in quotes leftovers. Of course, every human being is a uh, is a uh, has worth and value before God. But the thing is that you may find that some people who are, people don't want to associate with them or don't want to get married to them because of their character issues uh, and because of their worldview that is constricted and uh, and. Uh, and some people may feel like uh, some people may feel like uh, they are not worthy to have a, 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 the most excellent kind of source. Maybe because they had a child out of headlock, or maybe because uh, they are too old, according to the way people are saying, or maybe because of their 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 low economic status. But the thing is, is what you need to do is uh, is uh, is uh, uh, the, what you desire. Present it to God. Let God be the one to decide. Because every person belongs to God and all things belong to God and God desires the best for us as his children. So if you so so don't just desire things, present your petition to God. Don't just wish, present your petition to 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 to, to God. And the scriptures are uh, 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 reiterate what uh, they just uh, illustrate what I've, I've just uh, mentioned uh, about asking God for what you desire and not being uh, limited. Uh, by your your mindset uh, and by what people are telling you and what by the culture around you uh, uh, is that what causes the, the scripture says in James chapter four verse verse one to three it says what causes fights and quarrels among you don't they ever uh, don't don't they come from your desires that battle within you you want something but don't get it you kill and covet but you cannot have what you want you quarrel and fight you do not have because you do not ask god you see uh, james chapter 4 verse 1 to 2 and then verse 3 says when you ask you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures so as long as you don't have a negative motive huh, the scripture says in verse 2b it says that uh, if you verse 2c it says uh you do not have because you do not ask. 
You see, you are fighting over things. You are jealous over people. And uh, you feel bad, maybe because your sister or brother or friend or even uh, somebody who has rivalry against you has gotten something. And, uh, and uh, you, you, you may even uh, want to sabotage it. Huh? The thing is, is, go to God and ask what you want. Yeah. Don't ask it from a jealous or envious point of view where you are asking it for wrong motives in order to show off to the other person that you can also get the same thing. What you need to do is that the desires of your heart uh, in fact, the Bible says in, in, uh, uh, in uh, Psalms 37 verse 4, it says, Delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So if you are, if you are aligned to God, if you are submitted to God, uh, God's will and God's purposes and God's authority as a kingdom citizen, what you need to do is that even if you feel you don't deserve, ask God for the best. Ask God to intervene. Ask God for mercy. Ask God if you want forgiveness, if you want help, if you want to get a, a, a house uh, without paying a, a mortgage, ask God and let him let him be the one to decide or to direct you. He may, and sometimes God may direct you by, by expanding your capacity to have uh, that thing. He may not just give it to you magically. He may, he, may, he may cause you to be able to enhance your capacity, earning capacity so that you can be able to get that house. Or he may grant you favor or he may provide a channel in which you will get that thing over time. You see, so uh, uh, you, it will also require you applying the principles of the word of God in order to be able to cause that uh, uh, prayer to be answered. Huh? So whatever you want God to 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 do, what, whatever you want to happen, you want a relationship to go well with uh, your colleagues or with a friend, don't just hope that it will be well. Pray and ask God to be able to make it because God has uh, said in his word that uh, that the reason why you don't have is because you do not ask. See, and the scripture says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, it says, ask, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be open for you. You see, so, so asking, seeking, knocking, God will respond. So prayer is the means by which we petition God for our, our, our needs. Uh, uh, first, in First Chronicles chapter four, verse ten, there is a very uh, 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 a worthwhile illustration uh, for this episode uh, that is presented, and this is uh, uh, concerning a person called Jabez. Uh, we have you may have heard many times of uh, the prayer of Jabez, uh, but if you, have, you haven't had, uh, we can just uh, reference from scripture, and then you see it's in First Chronicles chapter four, verse nine and ten. Uh, so this is what the scripture says. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez, saying, I give birth to him in pain. Because the word Jabez, uh, the name Jabez sounds like pain in Hebrew. So he says, uh, uh, he says that his mother had named him Jabez, saying, uh, I gave, him, uh, gave uh, birth to him in pain. Uh, Jabez cried out to the, the God of Israel, Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. You see, the, he, he was named after the order of pain because of the circumstances of his birth by his mother, who was an authority over his life. But Jabez decided to go higher and to go to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the God of Israel, who is our God also. And he, he made several requests. He didn't just pray for the elimination of pain. He asked God to, uh, to bless him. And then he also asked God, the second request was to enlarge his territory. Then he asked God that let your hand be with me. And then he asked, keep me from harm so that I will not have pain. You see? So, 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 so and then the Bible says that God granted his request. So, 
So whatever it is that you desire God to do to you or to do to a person, what you need to do is just to approach God and ask God to intervene uh, uh, supernaturally, to intervene uh, in the situation uh, uh, supernaturally because God has promised in, 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 in his word. In, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, the scripture says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will, you will uh, find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For, and verse 8 says, For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened to, to, uh, opened to you. And uh, if I continue, it also says that which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Yeah, so, so you see, so you see, you see, the scriptures is very clear that you ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. What you are asking for is what God will give you. The thing you just need to be conscious for of is that God may sometimes take time to prepare you in terms of your worldview, your capacity and your character. Because you may be asking to be able to have a certain kind of a, a husband or a certain kind of wife or a certain kind of job or a certain kind of a house or a certain kind of wealth. But you don't have the capacity and or a certain kind of well, maybe you want a lot of money, but you just want to spend it on your pleasure, or maybe you want to uh, uh, to uh, to have self elevation, uh, but uh, you don't want. Uh uh, you are not thinking in the you, have, you don't have the frame of mind of the kingdom. So God will intervene by uh, not just by answering your prayer, but preparing you to have that prayer. So uh, uh, as we are re uh, just reflecting on the what you have discussed today. That the 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 three the three additional reasons. So this is number uh, eight to ten for the purpose of prayer. Is a uh, prayer is a means by which we influence situations and people beyond our limitations in the natural realm. And the the ninth reason he gave is that prayer is the primary means uh, by which we engage in spiritual warfare against the forces of darkness. And that prayer is the means by which we petition God for our needs and those of others. So as we go towards conclusion, I would like you to reflect on these two uh, issues. The first is that to what extent have you used the uh, prayer for the purposes described in these three, uh, these episodes? Uh, these three. If uh, today you are listening to uh, all the episodes, if this has triggered your interest in all the episodes, you can uh, think about the ten, all the ten, ten uh, purposes of prayer. But uh, if it's just this episode, you can reflect on this. That to what extent have you used prayer for the purposes described in this episode? The three that I've described in this episode. And then the second thing you need to reflect on is this. Have you prayed about the people and situations that you wish would change in your life or sphere of influence? Have you prayed about them? Or are you just worrying about them or complaining or trying to argue or to debate? Like uh, if the situations about your country, maybe you, you are not happy with uh, the leadership of your country. Uh, have you prayed about it? Uh, maybe you are not happy with issues in your family. Have you prayed about it? Uh, maybe you're not happy about things in your uh, office or in your neighborhood or there could be issues of crime there could be issues of uh, immorality there could be issues of uh, all kinds of vices and things that are not happening or maybe there could be issues of even uh, the infrastructure 
uh, like roads that need to be built or things that need to be hospitals or all the other amenities that have to come, come uh, needed for that situation. Uh, have you prayed about it? There's, uh, there are situations whereby I've lived in environments or uh, in cities and I've asked God to uh, to be able to intervene in terms of the provision of the amenities. And after some time, because uh, God has all authority, God influenced the authorities to make a decision for the upgrade of whether, whether there could be roads, roads or, in, or facilities to be created for that purpose. Huh? So prayer intervenes. So, but the question is for you, have you prayed about those things? Huh? If you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to share the same with your a friend or family member or colleague uh, or uh, any person of interest and, and and probably even on your social media platform uh, uh, and you can also give us feedback uh, from the podcast platform from which you are listening uh, to the episode on and uh, you can also send us an email uh, as uh, through the email provided in the show notes and also give us feedback through uh, the social media handles are provided uh, the profiles provided in the show notes also whichever way you, you, you prefer uh, uh, I pray for you that God will give you deeper insight in terms of the matters we have discussed, especially in these uh, three episodes, the last, uh, uh, including today's episode, on the purpose of prayer and that you will embrace prayer. You will begin to engage in prayer in order to see these realities come to pass in your life and in the lives of other people. And uh, as you apply them, then you can also teach them. Don't teach before you apply. Otherwise, you'll become like the Pharisees because Jesus warned uh, warned uh, this disciple. He says that uh, you, you told his disciples in Matthew chapter 23 that the Pharisees and the and the, uh, sit in the seat of Moses, uh, therefore listen to them. But he says, do not do what they, they do because they do not practice what they preach. You see, so so don't be like that kind of person. Apply the principles that you have learned and, and let's see the prayer uh, transforming your life. And then as this is activated, the transformation is activated, the reality, then you can teach the other people uh, uh, on the same. I pray that God will grant you also abundance of grace to pray. And even maybe I can just pray about that in the episode. Heavenly Father, I want to ask you uh, that you may uh, look upon uh, the believer uh, uh, who's listening to this episode and and and, and uh, open their hearts to be able to uh, understand uh, uh, about uh, prayer in a deeper sense uh, uh, in terms of the things that you have uh, discussed in these three episodes to understand the purpose of prayer and I pray that you may pour out the spirit of uh, prayer who is the Holy Spirit over them in order to be able to stir them up to be able to pray let there be abundance of grace for them for them to be able to pray and uh, as they are gripped by the spirit in this I pray that they will be effective and they will use all these ten dimensions we have discussed to be able to see your mighty hand at work in their lives and in the lives of other people in order to bring your purposes to come to pass oh God I pray that you may uh, help anyone whose struggles are with prayer by releasing uh, uh, the power of your spirit, oh God, to back them up and to break them free. I pray for anybody who's uh, uh, experiencing opposition in prayer that you may defeat the forces of darkness and you may clear the way that they will thrive in uh, in the kingdom in terms of prayer and and in their lives, in their families, in their churches and whichever whichever community they engage. Now also pray for the people who are not in Christ that you reveal yourself to them 
them that their hearts will receive uh, Jesus Christ as their personal savior and they'll confess their sins and uh, turn from their wicked ways and to be able to be, to be able to be effective in prayer because your scripture says that uh, the the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective and the way in which you get righteousness is by accepting Jesus Christ our personal savior in Jesus Christ we pray amen god bless you see you in the next episode